Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Not Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. We're here talking about this past week in New Japan Pro Wrestling and MLW, which means we're talking about Fusion, we're talking about Dominion, and I guess the WWE did something, I don't know. I'm always joined as always by John. Nope. John's not here. No, you're, you're doing this yourself. Well, we're streaming this live over Twitch at twitch.tv slash ozone online and monitoring our Twitter at the heel turn. So send us your comments and your questions and we'll get to them as we deem fit. John. We're doing the intro again. We're doing the intro again. No. No. All right. We're not doing the intro again. Fuck you. This is why folks need to tune in live. Wednesdays at well, I guess it's Tuesday this week. F- follow the social media; we'll tell you when we go live. But you need to tune in live because you get us doing the intro four times. This is why I died. It's what? Don't worry about it. You ever gonna follow that up? Maybe. I don't believe you. Eh. But John, how are you? Tired, mostly. Yeah, we are uh, broadcasting on Tuesday after SmackDown because uh, Wednesday night I'm going to be flying out to Chicago for uh, some ungodly reason. Because yeah, that's a mistake. Yeah, I have a friend there already, so I guess I'll hang out with them. And Yeah, play. again, yeah. having friends, that's a mistake. It's, it's all right. You know what, that's fair. But yeah, we're doing this on Tuesday late because of that. So we don't have NXT this week. We don't have two. Five Live, because that's airing as we're doing this. So we're mixing things up a little bit, because uh, New Japan had a pretty major show this weekend. We and, watched actually good wrestling, arguably speaking. And uh, WWE did nothing. They they didn't do anything this week, so... They took a week off! Weird! So we're not talking about them, except for some weird Bray Wyatt I stuff. mean, they did do a Raw. Did they? Uh, nobody watched it, so it's hard to say, but yeah, they did. I didn't watch it because I was watching the NBA Finals. I was not watching the NBA Finals. I, in fact, just didn't have internet. Oh, yeah, that's true. I d- also did not watch Raw when I got the internet back. I was like, you know what? It's telling me this is this is God Jesus telling me not to do that. So I'm going to not do that. Yeah, and I didn't. Well, we're going to wait for them to get a week out from... The thing that we're not going to talk about, so... Yeah, we're, we're taking another week off from WWE. We'll be back next week with our WWE discussion, because Stomping Ground's coming up, and... That's okay. Not looking That's okay. terrible. It actually looks pretty good. What are you talking about? It looks awful! Right, we'll get to it next week. But, John? Dolph Ziggler in a cage match? Are you fucking kidding me? Who cares? He's a good wrestler. It's Dolph so fucking Ziggler! Him and Kofi have good chemistry, so I'm I'm down to watch that. Yes, they do, but he's also the most uncredible challenger ever. Well, actually, no, that's not true. We live in a world where Baron Corbin is the number one contender. It's true. But hey, John. What's up, Owen? Uh, not only is wrestling going on this week, but also the Electronic Three. Don't call it that. Why? You're just hastening its demise by calling it that bad name. 
What's wrong with the Electronic 3? I never liked that nickname. I thought it was pretty funny. But yeah, we're talking about E3 2019. It's going on this week. So, that's also kind of throwing our schedules off, as it does every year, because video games are happening. John, I want to quickly talk to you, because all the press conferences are done as we're, as we're broadcasting this. What impressed you, and what are you looking forward to actually playing? Um... Look, I'm going to be honest, as I've gotten older and more jaded and less interested in what this industry is doing, you know, as much as I still love video games, like, it's hard for me to actually really give a fuck about E3 as a concept anymore. Like, you know, hey, I like being able to watch the dumb Giant Bomb commentary videos, that's fun, but like, I don't know, just... This industry sucks, and it's hard to feel excited about anything happening in this industry when this industry is garbage. All that said, uh, Doom Eternal looks fucking sick, and yeah. um, I don't know, that's about it. I, the Nintendo see, shit looked really good. John, did you see the pre-order bonus for Doom? Yeah, it's a, a cat helmet, fine. No, not that. The other bonus. The in-game no. bonus. No. The Revenant skin. Sure. There's, there's a special because if you don't know, the multiplayer is two uh, demons against the Doom Slayer. Yeah, I don't really understand what that multiplayer is. Seems cool. It's a cool idea. Don't get me wrong. It's just like so. Is it counter op or is it like yeah it's something else? Counter, it's, it's counter op because the, the demons can also call in you know backup. Are you playing as the demons? Yes. One's a revenant. One's the. Slug guy with the cannon arms. Oh, okay. But yes, one of the the, the, the uh, pre-order bonuses is a skin for the Revenant, which is, you know, the skeleton man with the rocket launchers. Mm-hmm. It replaces the rocket launchers on its shoulders with trumpets. Okay, we're, we're leaning into that, huh? It's the Dutes Revenant skin. Yeah, I'm aware of what I know, but that's what, they, that's what they call it, too. It's, it's good. That's really stupid. Uh huh. I kind of like it. I, dude, they're gonna go all the way stupid with this game. Let's go. Let's get stupid. Yeah, that game looks fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna play the shit out of that game. Yeah, that that's cool. And then I haven't seen. I haven't watched it yet. But everything I've read about what they announced at that Nintendo Direct, holy shit! Right. Fucking No More Heroes two three. Nothing else matters. Uh, excuse me. They also announced Animal Crossing. Yeah, whatever. Uh, they like did some major changes to Animal Crossing. Okay. Like, you don't start in a pre-made town with a house. You start on an island with a tent that Tom Nook sold you on. He's like, oh, go to this remote island. Oh, fuck. There's nothing here. You're on your own, so you gotta scavenge. Don't starve. It's pretty... It's kind of like don't starve, because you're collecting, like, like tw you know, weeds and flowers and stuff, and you, there's a crafting table, and you craft everything. What? Yeah. You craft... You build your axe. You build your furniture. You can... Actually, like, instead of making designs and putting them on the ground to make paths, you can actually, like, smooth out ground and make paths. Other inhabitants come in and start becoming Animal Crossing. Huh. It looks fucking amazing! 
That's weird. Oh my god, I'm so into this. Because the, the cycle of, you know, fishing, getting all the, collect, fill your inventory, selling it, buying furniture, waiting for stuff to, you know, rotate out, gets kind of old after a while. So being able to, like, build recipes and make your own stuff, and then also, you know, the Nook's also having a catalog on the side, and being able to do all the selling stuff as well, seems great. I don't disagree, but I don't know. It's It's been long. Look, man, like... When did the last one come out? Like 2012 or something? 2013? It's been long enough that I could I could do that again. Yep. And it's on But Switch. it's cool. That it, the, this stuff sounds pretty cool, I will say. Also, you can have up to eight villagers in a single town. It's not and that you many. can share a Joy-Con and have a friend take over that character. Oh, so. you mean those kind of villagers. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, like, you can have up to eight... Human villagers. Why would I want to, though? If you have, like, family and stuff. Fuck them. They're not allowed in my pr- pristine town. That's also true. That's fine, because my, my girlfriend's also going to have her own copy of the game in her own town. I barely want you in my town. Oh, come on, I'll give you some fruits. Don't you want Don't touch these, me. these cherries? Don't touch me with your diseased fruit. Wow. Rude. Yeah, that looks great. Uh, then they announced fucking Banjo Kazooie for Smash Brothers. I like that they went with the old design. Of course they did. They have to do the Nintendo design for the Nintendo game. Eh, yeah, I know, but I don't know. And plus, it's way better. It's not way better, but yeah, I, I think it works. It's good. I'm I'm re- I'm really happy with the moves. All the moves make perfect sense there's the jump pad to do the extra high jump you can use the invincibility gold wings to like run through people you can do the bayonet thing you can do the talent trot you can shoot grenade eggs at it from behind you it's oh it's so good they they did it they did it right i'm happy yeah, it seems cool also the trailer is full of references to banjo kazooie Including K, uh, King K. Rule falling off of Spiral Mountain, making a, a hole in the ground in his shape, and then a rock falling on top of it. Also, did you see what the final smash is? I literally have said I haven't seen this. Oh, I've I just I, read I th- what they announced. I thought it was all pictures or something. But yeah, the final smash is the Ginginator. Sure. I like it. It's good. You should check out that trailer when you get a chance. Uh, Again, though, they announced No More Heroes 3, no other video game matters ever. That trailer, did you see that trailer? No, I didn't. Pretty good. He says stuff, he's like, I'm back, I'm fucking killing everyone. And he lands on an airship, and it's crazy. Did you watch the first cutscene in No More Heroes 1 that I posted in in the Discord earlier? It's it's that such, kind of it's bullshit. Such a good cutscene. Yeah, it's it's that still kind of classic. Bullshit. He's still doing his bullshit, so don't worry. Fuck yeah, be on your bullshit, Travis. Touchdown. Let's go. Also, they announced. I hope that game's good. It's probably gonna be fine. Uh, suit has been really hit and miss lately. That's why I said fine. I'm setting the bar low. 
Also, John, they announced Breath of the Wild 2 is in development. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, it's good, considering I finally beat Breath of the Wild for the most part. I still have, like, you know, a few things to do, but... There's always things to do, John. Not that many. I mean, I have most of the shrines. I've... I haven't beaten all the DLC, but I've beaten a lot of the DLC. Nice. Well, what they showed in this trailer... Is there in a spooky cave? There's a bunch of darkness. Some new villain, and also it's Link and Zelda together. Sure, that's cool. I don't know. That looks neat. Yeah, I'll play that video game. I'll play the again. They just I'll play the Luigi's Mansion game. I'll play that new Contra that apparently exists. That new Contra doesn't look good. Oh, it doesn't? I mean, it's not side-scrolling. Wait, really? It's it's kind of like, you know, sometimes behind it, sometimes like from from above. Oh, uh, so kind of like that like that game Neo Contra they did for PS2? Kind of. Mm. It looks... Eh. Eh, man, that's a bummer. Speaking of looking at eh, that Mar- that Marvel Avengers game looks real b- dumb. The, the Square Enix one? Yeah. What is it? I, no, no one knows. They didn't show any gameplay. They're like, oh, it's a, li- it's a live game with a story and co-op. And that's all they're saying. Like, what, what the fuck does that mean? Well, that's cool. It looks... And the art looks terrible. I know it doesn't look like the actors, but that's not the point. The point is that the design they went for looks like garbage. Yeah, you can have it be cool looking like i mean i think that ultimate alliance 3 looks really cool, sharp yeah they showed and that's a fucking switch game being made by fucking team ninja oh john they showed some gameplay on the treehouse today of that game mm-hmm. fuck yeah i'm so in oh my god that yeah looks I, so good. I was pretty excited for that they showed a scene where a sentinel got the power stone and became an infinity sentinel okay it's like fuck okay yeah yeah let's do it Let's have Spider-Gwen and Wolverine and Deadpool and I forget who else they had all fighting together. Let's go. Might have been Venom. It looks like Ultimate Alliance. I'm way on board. Yeah, I'll play that. I liked Ultimate Alliance 1. I want to play that with you. Sure. How many players is it? Four. All right. Fucking, well, clearly we got Rhythm Bastard in. He doesn't have a Switch. What the fuck? At least I don't think he has a Switch. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a Switch. I'm going to have to super kick his ass. Yeah, Mistaken has a Switch. Maybe we can get him to play. Alright. We'll figure it out. Uh, Microsoft showed the Halo. And it's going to be the launch for their new platform. Yeah, sure. Yeah. They also announced their... Uh, two companies announced, like, streaming stuff. And I'm kind of like, eh. I don't know yeah. if I trust Bethesda to do a streaming thing. No, I don't. I don't trust Bethesda to do anything. I don't trust Bethesda to do Doom. Oh, come on. They're going to do Doom fine. It's id. Yeah, no, it's id, but again, it's Bethesda. I'm sure they're going to tr- find some way to try and fuck it up. True. Did they take Snap Maps out? I think so. There, blame Bethesda. They fucked it up. There's one last thing that that they can have broken though, so I don't know. Snap Maps was terrible. It's true. It wasn't actually terrible. It was just stupid. 
uh, Xbox announced their project X Cloud, and I'm like, yeah, it's remote play, and then also I can remote play with a server. Okay, that's weird. I don't care about any of this. Only thing I want I from don't, that. I don't even. I don't care about the Stadia. I don't care about streaming. I like, care about the Stadia because I bought the Founder thing for that. Why? Because it was $130, and it gives me Destiny on PC with cross-save. It gives me a nice controller, and it gives me a Chromecast Ultra, which I can plug into a TV and have 4K stuff. How do you know it's going to be a nice controller? It looks fine. Yeah, it looks fine. How does it feel? I don't know, and if I don't like it, I can just go on my laptop and use my DualShock. Because that also uses that. Whatever. I, I want. I want to try. I, I try new dumb technology. It's just so dumb. Streaming is just so dumb for games. What? I know. But I, I'm. I'm curious because I don't have a PC that can run these kind of games. And if they can save me money and this actually legitimately works, cool. And if it doesn't, I'll build a computer. I only signed up for three months of the service with this deal, so I can just stop paying afterward. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I want to be optimistic. The only thing I want from the xCloud, though, is that if it can let me remote into my Xbox with my Switch. That's all I want. If I can do that... that that work? Well, they're they're gonna they added Xbox achievements to Cuphead on the Switch. Rumor is Game Pass is coming to Switch because they called it Game Pass for console, not Game Pass for Xbox. They're well, assumingly the Game Pass is going to work on the new Xbox. So yeah, but also it's going to probably work on a Switch because clearly Nintendo and Microsoft are you know in bed together. I mean, Microsoft's not going to build a handheld console, so they may as well partner with someone who has a really good one. They're not going to build one, but that doesn't make sense. I don't know. I'm just what's saying. The deal with, what's the deal with The Witcher 3 on Switch? Uh, rumor is that's going to be a streaming thing, because it can't even run well on a PlayStation. Come on. That's what I was wondering, if it's another one of those, like, RE7 things. It probably is. Ugh. No, thanks. No. Oh, okay, so you're against that, but you're all for Stadia. Yeah, because it's on a PC. I don't trust Nintendo with the internet. (sighs) Whatever. Not on a PC. You're playing on a fucking Chromecast. I'm also going to be playing on my laptop. And when it comes to iPad, I'll be playing on my iPad, which would be nice. Oh, did we talk about that? That that, that iOS is gonna is getting updated so it can use uh, Xbox and PlayStation controllers. Okay, and that'll be good for mobile gaming. I'm down for that. Apple's gonna suddenly care about video games. Where they have I ha- heard that before? They have to because the market's you know getting ahead of them. So you may as well just, you know, give up and instead of trying to make their own controller, just use everyone else's. That's less the issue to me than 
Again, Apple's getting really into video games. Where have I heard that one before? Oh, yeah. I've heard that from Apple for, like, 15 years now. I mean, they got, like, Fortnite on there, and they got PUBG on there. Oh, man, they got Fortnite and PUBG. Wow. Those, Those great mobile versions that everybody loves. I have Crazy Taxi on here. Crazy Taxi is an okay game. I also have it on my phone. Yeah. It's, it's, but yeah, I'm just saying that it is not the version of Crazy Taxi to play. No. But if I could play on my iPad with a controller, I'd maybe be on board with that. (sighs) I'm just trying to see what, what, anything else? Uh, I've talked about Square, talked about Microsoft, talked about Nintendo, uh, Ubisoft. I don't give a shit about anything they're doing. Uh, Watch Dogs looks real good. I never... so did the other Watch Dogs, and I didn't care. I didn't play the other Watch Dogs. This one I want to play. I'll believe it when I see it. You could play as a as an old lady and shoot people in the face. That seems cool. Like I said, I'll, I'll I will believe it when I see it. Ubisoft gets absolutely no trust, especially when it's like they're. They're being like, oh, man, this is going to be serious. Oh, you're doing this revolution to rise up. And then it's like still kind of goofy and funny. It's, it's just like this is the exact same shit they did with Far Cry 5. Of have it seem like it's this fucking serious thing. And then the first show is like, look how wacky we are. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm, I'm tired of this weird discordant, like not political bullshit that they do. That's, that's fair. I'm not I'm not doing their Ubi plus or whatever, Ubi, or you play plus or whatever it is. I'm not doing anything they do. I I can't think of a single thing that Ubisoft announced that I actually care about. Just Dance 2020. As I was saying in in let me finish someone's disc. Let me finish on coming to the Wii. As I was saying in someone's Discord, I don't remember which one. I saw that Just Dance 2019 for the Wii in a Target. I was really fucking confused. What the fuck? They keep making it for the Wii because smaller countries are still using the Wii. And it sells yeah, like crazy. Yeah, which I had no idea that the Wii still even is a thing in places. Yep. That's and, cool. Yep, and a lot of them like Just Dance, so. All right, then. I, I watched some people play Just Dance at PAX. That game seems okay. It's not no dance central, but it's okay. Oh, one last thing about E3 that I saw is this game called Pistol Whip. It looks fucking amazing. It's like the it's like what if you combined Super Hot with Beat Saber with John Wick. Sure. You're running through the scene with flashing lights everywhere, and you have two guns, and you have to shoot the enemies and dodge the bullets to the rhythm of the music. It seems really cool. Alright. So that that's the one VR thing that I saw. I went, yeah, that looks rad. And then, of course, Jeff Gersman talked about some Phantoms game where you're doing stealth kayak buy shit, which seems cool. 
I do want to know more about the stealth kayak. They should call it Takiak, like they said on Giant Bomb. That's a really good name. Sure. Alright, uh, do you have anything else for me three you want to talk about, or shall we move no. on? Please, let's move on. Alright, let's move on to the wrestling news. Hey, John. What's that, Owen? Speaking of uh, video games, CEO's coming up. It sure is. It's a fighting game thing. And also a wrestling thing, apparently. I mean, it's always been a wrestling uh, kind of influenced fighting game tournament thing. Yeah, but so it only makes sense that it's just gone even further in that direction. Yeah, they they straight up have been doing New Japan shows there, and now they're working with All Elite Wrestling to put on Fighter Fest. Yep. This 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 seems like a cool show. Yeah. Joey Janelle. I mean, it's got fucking. Yeah, exactly. It's got Moxley and and Joey Janelle. What more do you need? Uh, Cody's fighting someone. I forget who. I don't remember. But Jabali's gonna fight uh, Nakazawa in a hardcore match. So, I noticed two things about this that I think are really weird. Huh? For one, uh... Haha, Jabali gets the pre-show this year. Didn't he get the pre-show last year? I don't know. Was there a pre-show last year? Was yeah, it actually was he had a match was CEO last year. actually a show? Yeah, the New Japan CEO thing was a show and he got injured in the opening match. No, I remember that he got injured. I just I didn't know it was like actually they did a show there. I thought it was yes. just kind of they did some goofy things. It, it didn't air anywhere, but it was a show. It was All right. well, New Japan Cross CEO. Well, point being, yeah, he's He's on the like he's legitimately on the pre-show this year and also I think it's weird that they're continuing to call the pre-shows the buy-in. Eh, whatever, they can have their branding. It's not that I'm against they're having their branding as much as just like but that that doesn't make sense as a pun anymore. The point was it was a Vegas thing. You're in Vegas, it's gambling. What? And you know why else it doesn't make sense here? Why? Because uh, Fighter Fest is going to be free on uh, on BR Live. That's also true. They should call it the quarter up. The sign up. What? Because you got to sign up for BR Live to tune in. <sighs> Fine. I don't know. I'm not a marketing guy, John. Point is, yeah. After all the people complaining, like, "Oh my God, how are they going to charge all the money? Yeah, I charge fifty dollars for this pay per view. Here, now it's free, fuckers." John, fifty dollars is a lot of money. Come on, it's a lot of money, but I mean, whatever. I said, I just said, I, I, I didn't say I wouldn't pay money for more shows. I said I wouldn't pay that much money for more shows. I'll pay that much money for all out. If if they charge like twenty bucks for. Uh, for, uh, what is, what's the next one? Fight for the Fallen. Fight for the Fallen. I, I paid Which is bucks. what I was going to ask you. What do you think they're going to do about that? Especially because, like, the, the whole point is that, like, uh, proceeds are going to, ch- to gun violence charities. I bet you they give some of the spies to that. 
Yeah, I mean, hey, I previously said that I would pay 20, 20, 25 bucks for any of these shows, so... Yeah, if they charge 20 on Fighter Fest for free? That's pretty cool. It is. I'm looking forward to that. Do you know when it is? Um, two weeks, I think. Nice. I'm going to look that up. All right, well, just saying it's Firefest, it's AEW doing a show at a fighting game tournament convention show thing, and it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm glad they're still doing it, even if it's not New Japan anymore. Yep, two weeks, June 29th. Very cool. Is that it for news, John? I mean, unless you got something. No, let's then let's... Talk about something that you watched, because I didn't watch MLW Fusion. I watched a thing. Is it Was it Fusion, or is, did they have a bigger show? It was a bigger show. I've fallen behind on MLW and kind of not kept up in it on it for a little bit. Uh, but weird, I decided when AEW exists. Yeah, kind of weird, but like, I decided to watch uh, the... The latest live special from like maybe two weeks ago, uh, MLW Fury Road. Wait a minute. Are, are they allowed to do that? What? Call it Fury Road? I mean, Fury Road was also the show that I saw. Okay, so, seemingly so. Okay, because I'm just saying that's a Mad Max thing. I know, but they're not, they're not calling it Fury Road and doing Mad Max stuff. They're just being WrestleMans. Okay, fair enough. I think they could probably get away. I don't know how shit works, man. Ask me about copyright. John, tell me about copyright. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. But I I do know about this MLW show that happened in Milwaukee. Milwaukee? Mm-hmm. Ew. Myron Reed was there. Now, speaking of Milwaukee, did you see any of the Devolver stuff? Yes. They, they, they did Hotline Milwaukee. I'd, I'd play that. I'm I'm aware. But yes, tell me more about Milwaukee. They they had three matches. What? And also, the Jim the James Cornette is still there. Oh, how long was the show? For only three matches. An hour. Oh, okay. Is is I mean, that's that's they, what MLW usually does? Did, did did they do other stuff that wasn't part of the hour for the live audience? You know, they had some some things here and there that we'll talk about. Uh, but, yeah, they did that. And another thing I noticed, GoDaddy seems to no longer be sponsoring them. What? I mean, they don't have that big GoDaddy logo in the middle of the ring anymore, so I don't know. Are you saying there's a marketing opportunity open for us? I suppose so. I have some ideas I'll tell you about off the air. Yeah, last I heard, like, MLW was having some troubles and things, like, considering uh, not putting episodes up on YouTube anymore. What? Yeah. How, how are you watching it, then? I mean, it's still on YouTube. They're still doing it. But they were talking, like, hey, uh, YouTube completely fucked with how they're paying out people for ads, so we're getting way less money, so we might have to look into putting this elsewhere. Put it on Twitch. Yeah, I don't know. Saying, hey, Twitch is a good platform for wrestling content. Is it? Um, John, I have to say it so they don't kick us off because we're broadcasting there. 
shit, right. Anyway, um, yeah, let's talk about the first match. It was uh, Myron Reed versus Gringo Loco. Okay. Gringo Loco's really cool. Who is he? Myron Reed is still great, but I'm not sure I'm super into this character. Explain both these characters to me, because I'm not familiar. Gringo Loco is a fat white luchador. Sweet. He's pretty cool. What about Myron Reed? Myron Reed. He's the guy that does the crazy cutters. Okay. Is that it? Um, no, because now he's doing a character where, uh, basically his whole thing is that, like, he feels like he's being held down and, like, everyone is against him and all the refs are crooked and against him, so he wants justice for himself. Uh... And all that stuff. Basically kind of doing a lot of the shit that, like, uh, the former Shane Swerve Strickland was doing before he uh, left for for black and gold pastures, let's say. Uh-huh. Gotcha. And I'm not against the idea of it. What I am against is... <laughs> so the way that he's doing it is basically incorporating a lot of... Black Lives Matter imagery. He's oh. he's got his he's got tape on his mouth that has hashtag justice written on it. Ugh. He comes he walks down the aisle kind of doing a hands up don't shoot pose. Oh god. And it's like on one hand on one hand it, it does feel incredibly authentic and I think that he's like Myron Reed is definitely coming at this from like a place of understanding exactly what he's doing and you know far be it for me to fucking tell a person of color how to like fucking like express themselves and, and that and play that character but he's also the heel yikes and I worry that he's getting the wrong kind of heat what is the makeup of the crowd? Oh, wait, never mind. It's Milwaukee. I know. It's Milwaukee. I know. I just said I know. It's Milwaukee. I get it. I will say, MLW does typically get, like, very uh, Latinx and Hispanic crowds in certain places, like uh, definitely Chicago. But not Milwaukee. Milwaukee, though. It's... Again, I think he's doing the. I think it's he's playing the character well. I think he's doing a very good job at it. But again, I worry that it's not really the right kind of heat that you want to be looking for. Yeah, I don't like this. But I mean, the match itself was good. Like again, he's really good at being that like heel ass character. Uh, he and Gringo Loco had a really fun match with like some really exciting spots. He still has that fucking ridiculous cutter, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um... He kept fucking around with his pants, and it was confusing. We were like, what the fuck? Uh, and then, after Gringo Loco gets a surprise pin, uh, Myron Reed pulls out uh, brass knuckles from his uh, pants. Oh, that's what he was doing. Yeah, and punches Gringo in the face with him. Disqualified? No, because the match was already over. He lost. Oh, okay. He got a, uh, Yeah, Gringo Loco rolled him up a flash pin. Fuck. Yep. It was fun. I I really like everybody involved. So it was like a great, a good little warm up match. But again, I worry about this Myron Reed heat. Mm-hmm. Understand? Understand? I really do. Anyway, uh, yeah. The the second match we had uh, for the hey, guess what, Owen? 
Do you like belts? I do. Because now MLW has a third, a fourth one, I guess. A fourth? Well, yeah, because they have the World Heavyweight Championship. They have the Middleweight Championship. They have the Tag Team Championships. And now they have the Never Belt. Wait, what? They introduced the MLW Openweight Championship. Why? I don't know. I mean, I presumed, considering the uh, one of the people that was in the match, it was because they wanted to have it so every single fucking person in the Hart Foundation has a belt. Why, why don't they just have a women's belt? Because it was Brian Pillman Jr. in there. Because they don't have a women's division. Oh, that's not good. There has not been a woman on the show, I mean, aside from Selena De Laurenta, since, like... Episode nine or something like that. Yikes. When when Sue Young and her weird friend stopped showing up and fucking new jacking people, which was like my favorite part of the show, by the way. That sounds pretty good. It was really cool. Sue Young and her friend just like showing up and then fucking doing the new jack thing of just playing her music the entire time that she runs out and just murders these jobbers. It was fucking awesome. That's good. They never explained any of it, and then they just stopped doing it. Oh. I know, it really sucked! But anyway, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. had a match against Alexander Hammerstone. Okay. He's a big, chunky boy, and he's in Dynasty. Oh, Dynasty. Dynasty is a... uh, TV show. And a group of rich fucks. That makes sense. Yep. It's Rich Holiday and MJF. And this guy. Fucking MJF. Fucking MJF, right? Anyway, yeah, you know, MJF and, and Dynasty and crew have been feuding with uh, with the Hart Foundation for a minute here. So, yeah, now they're fighting for this uh, fucking openweight championship. And it was a fun match. Alexander Hammerstone, he's a big chunky boy. Mm-hmm. He's, like, you know, 250-something fucking pounds. Like, he's real built. He's real jack. He can move. He's, he's, I don't think he's great by any means, but he's definitely entertaining. And, like, fucking, you know, man, look, Brian Pillman Jr., he's got, like, a ton of fucking charisma, and he's really fucking exciting to watch. True. I, I have seen him, yes. Like, I wouldn't call this a great match by any means. I wouldn't call this, like, anything really exciting, but, like, it was fun for what it was. Mm-hmm. And they did some neat thoughts, and I was surprised when Alexander Hammerstone won. Wow. Yeah. It was for the belt. It was for the belt. So they don't they're not giving off that foundation all the belts. No, they're not. Interesting. Speaking of people with the belts though, uh I'm kind of surprised they did this, actually. Fucking, uh... They kidnapped Contra. Remember uh, that weird unit that's uh, Simon Gotch and one of the Fatus and a third person? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So, they kidnapped, uh... They kidnapped Tom Lawler and basically filmed an ISIS video. Um... Yeah, they tied Tom Lawler to a chair and filmed them torturing him. 
and cutting off his hair. That's not cool. Yeah, it was... It was kind of fucking disturbing, to be honest. Like, I kind of can't believe they did that. Yeah, it's not great. Like, it's... Yo, it's kind of cool that, like, a fucking wrestling company is willing to, like, fucking go there and do some weird-ass shit that's, like, and it's definitely refreshing from all, like, the WWE that I've been watching that's been pretty terrible. But I don't know. That seemed kind of tasteless. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't, no thanks, I'm good. Like, Jim Cornette was, like, apologizing, and, like, you know, doing, like, we're, we apologize on behalf of the network for showing that, that was not, we had nothing to do with that, that was the Contra assholes that, like, hijacked the truck. That was the story, that Contra hijacked the truck and forced them to play the tape. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know. On one hand, it's interesting, and it's not like they did anything, like, really super fucked up. On the other, just the idea of it alone is kind of, really, you're you're gonna do this on a wrestling show? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not into this, really. Well, you know what I know you're definitely gonna be into, Owen? I don't know if this is gonna be true or not. They... Oh, and I have some bad news. What? They did the thing that I was worried about during the most egregious misuse of talent from last year. Well, what did they do? Oh, and Teddy Hart's just full on a baby face now. <sighs> no, I'm good. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a baby face. Fuck that. And your main event was him defending his middleweight championship. I hope he lost. Who's it against? Jimmy fucking Havoc. Yeah, I really fucking hope he lost. Yeah, this was exactly what you'd expect. Him getting murdered? Teddy Hart's gonna do his crazy flying around Teddy Hart shit. I'm gonna do a Canadian Destroyer. I'm gonna do weird flips and just be kind of an asshole. But, you know, people like me because I do really cool things. And Jimmy Havoc just wants to paper cut you to death. No. That's not allowed. You're really going to say no? If it's me, yes. I'm going to say no. Well, what about if it's Teddy Hart? Oh, then fuck yeah. Go, go to town. Do every... Cut every... Between every finger. Yeah. Again, it was a fun match. And, you know, it also kind of works because... Look, it's kind of helped by the fact, I will say, that... uh Jim Cornette is on commentary oh. just saying how much he hates Jimmy Havoc and you can tell that he actually legitimately means it. Of course he does. Yeah. He hates all that is good in the world. I I do appreciate the whole just having Jim Cornette here to just basically bitch about all the wrestling he doesn't like and all the wrestlers he doesn't like many of whom appear on this television show. Hmm. Like, it allows him to, to, you know, let's say, bury them in constructive ways instead of just the usual shitty way that he does. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. Well, I, look, I will say, like, you know, look, he's, he at least keeps it a fucking professional oh, on the show. Like, you know, he's clearly, like, there's clearly moments where, like, again, Havoc is, like, fucking paper-cutting him between his fucking fingers and, like... 
Cornette is basically just like, I don't want to watch it. This, this isn't wrestling. This is just disgusting. Like, and like, you know, you can tell, no, he actually means it. He actually, because he's actually saying, but he's saying, also saying things like, you know, yeah, you know, look, obviously I complain a lot about Jimmy Havoc and like the, the doing these like horrible things to your body. He's, and for no reason. And like, you know, you can tell clearly he's like shooting and like saying his actual opinion on like how he doesn't like the way they wrestle. But again, he's able to turn it in a way where he's keeping kayfabe. He's like talking about it in the context of like, I don't like this person as, you know, as a, as a wrestler and how they perf- carry themselves and how they do these things. He keeps it professional is what I'm trying to say. Oh, so that's when the camera goes out the air, then he can start using the slurs. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. It's fucking Cornette. Yeah, I don't like him. It's reasonable. Anyway, the fucking, uh, Teddy Hart won, of course he did. Fuck. And the episode went off the air with, uh, with our good friends in Dynasty jumping. Uh, no, our good friends in Dynasty jumping him. And then the rest. Good. And then the rest of, uh, the Hart Foundation showing up in the mall brawling. And Teddy Hart's a face. Teddy Hart is the baby face. No Teddy Hart MLW's in trouble. is the babyface. Again, no wonder MLW's in trouble. They signed him to a big contract. Yeah, again, no wonder they're in trouble. Yeah, but they still do a good show. It's just, you know, a bummer about Teddy Hart. Yeah, there's a lot of bummers about Teddy Hart. There's a lot of bummers in wrestling. Including the show that we're about to talk about. What? Well, there's one specific bummer that I want to talk about. Okay. I- I'm going to preface this. I-, I want you to lead this, and then if you have any questions about New Japan stuff, I can answer them. But I want to preface this, that I was really busy this weekend with prepping stuff, and I did not get to see the last three matches. I know the results, oh. but I did not see the last three matches. <clears throat> okay, because I've only seen four matches from this show. Oh, which the last four? Actually, uh, not not. I've seen more than that now that I think about it. But I I watched uh, I watched uh, Moxley versus the Young Lion, uh, Son of Red Shoes, whatever his name is. Excuse me, Shota Umino, and he's great. Yeah, he was good. I really I really enjoyed that match. I thought it was a really fun little four minute thing. How about we just go through the card and we can say who watched what and we can talk about it. Yeah, okay. So we both watched the opening match of Moxley against Shota Umino. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, Shota Umino, like, he was one of the standout stars of the last G1. Like, he wasn't in it, obviously, he was in, like, the pre-matches, but he was really good. And, of course, as, you you know, Young Lions, they can't, like, do a lot of moves, but he's really good at making comebacks, except when Moxley murdered him with that DDT. Yeah, except when Moxley says, yeah, but I'm actually a murder man. And then he took him hostage. He adopted Red Shoe's son. He's basically Samoa Joe now. Did you see the backstage stuff? Yes. Fuck, man. That's really good. He's bringing him home to Renee. He, he straight up weekends at Bernie's him. 
He's he, pretty good. He's really good. Moxley's good. I, I thought all I thought all those backstage interviews were fucking awesome. The most important thing, though, was the Moxley one, especially though, was hilarious. But the important thing is what he did in the ring before he adopted his new son. Yeah, beat the ever-loving dog shit out of him. Oh no! After that, he announced that he's gonna enter the G One. Yeah, there was a lot of that on this show. Yeah, dude. Can we just talk about that? Yeah. So Moxley G1's gonna be fucking lit. I'm I'm probably gonna try and watch that shit. It's a lot. And just, be on- so you know, I'm aware. I'm I'm gonna try and make some appearances on your your dumb podcast nonsense. You don't want to. Those podcasts are so long. You. I mean, I do want to. I'm just not gonna be on all of them. That's that. That's that's the rule. You're either all in or you're all out. That's a stupid rule. We'll we'll talk about it. We we might sneak you in for a couple. But yeah, um, Moxley announced uh, Shingo Takagi after his match. He announced that he's going to enter, and so did an appearance by Kenta. Yeah, also, fucking Kenta debuted for New Japan. What? Fucking Kenta. And he's looks he looks great. He looks yeah, happy. he looks awesome. That fucking takeover shirt was hilarious. Fuck yeah, it was so good. So yeah, Kenta's gonna enter the G1. Fucking what? Kenta wants to show us all his pro wrestling, and I want to see his pro wrestling! Put Moxley, Takagi, Kenta, and Ishii in the same block, please. I okay. De- I demand it. But yeah, this I think this is pretty much New Japan's response going, yeah, we lost the Elite, fuck that, check this out. Say it right, Owen. What? Oh, you're with that dude now? <laughs> I, I couldn't do it justice. Alright, check this out. Kenta. That's a pretty good thing to check out. It is. So, speaking of Shingo Takagi, he had a match with Satoshi Kojima. Didn't watch it. Here's the thing about Shingo. Um, He was undefeated until earlier last week. It's true. Where he lost to Will Ospreay in the finals of the uh, Best of the Super Juniors. So this was him getting his heat back, and then also declaring himself for the G1, because, yes, I want that. He's very good at wrestling. Did you watch? Right, did you watch the next match? Because this it, this one was lit. With what match was it? It was Jushin Thunder Liger and Yoshihashi against uh, Minoru Suzuki and Zack Saber Jr. No, but that does sound lit. Yeah, don't know. Have you seen Suzuki and Saber uh, tag before? Yes, I, I saw them in. Uh, I saw Strong Style Evolved because. One of the best things they do is where they just keep, like, rotating through doing s- submissions on the same guy. Yeah, it's pretty good. They were doing that. Nice. But the Liger and Hashi and Yoshihashi <clears throat> got the win off of a unexpected roll-up. And let's just say a Suzuki-Goon were not happy. <laughs> Weird, I can't believe it. 
all the young lions died, and also the English commentary almost died. Weird. That never happens. But yeah, this was a lot of fun, and it was, you know, a nice boost for Liger, who's going to be entering, uh, not the G1, but he's going to be at the uh, the Dallas show for the G1. I'm pretty sure he's not going to enter the G1. No. That'd be really stupid if he did, but it is Liger. That'd be amazing if he did. Maybe he would. This is his farewell tour. Maybe he says, fuck it. I want to die. I don't think out. he will. True. Um, then I know you watched this match because you commented on a, one person in particular. Owen. I don't know. I don't hate Taichi. Fucking I hate him. He's the worst. He looks like Tuxedo Mask. He's got a pretty lady. He sings his entrance theme. He does not sing it. That's the part I hate is he's not singing it. He pretends to sing his entrance theme. He pretends to sing it, and he woos this girl who's, like, completely smitten with him, and I hate him. <laughs> He's so... Ugh! He doesn't even, like, stop singing at the right time when the music stops. Fuck him. He has pants, and then suddenly he doesn't have pants? Yeah, that, he does that too. It sucks. I hate him. And you know what the I don't know. Daichi seems pretty cool. I hate him so much. And you know what the worst part is? Go on. So, this is the, this happened, this is the second time in a row this has happened, where I've missed the part where Taichi won the uh, Never Openweight title, which, by the way, this match was for. And then I see him with it, and I see Tomohiro Ishii challenge for it, and then he gets it from him. This is twice now in a row this has happened for me. I miss Taichi winning it, but I see Ishii win it back from him. And I'm cool with this. Do you know, do you know anything this... about Tomohiro Ishii, John? Yeah, of course I do. He's a stone pit bull. He's, made, he's literally made of stone. He's the 2018 best wrestler, best male wrestler of the year for this website. He's still not, but you never vote for my correct ones, so whatever. Tomohiro Ishii's the best. I want him in the G1 again. He was the star of last year's G1. He was really good in this match. Don't get me and wrong. And he fucking killed Tai match. Chi, and I'm so happy. Fuck Tai Chi. And Tai Chi held his own. He was beating the shit out of Ishii. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, And even the commentary brought it up. Uh, tai Chi somehow like steps his game up when he fights Ishii. He brings out the best of him. If you watch other Tai Chi matches... Fucking sucks. He's so bad and he just cheats. Because he knows he's bad at wrestling. But Ishii somehow makes him look really good. Because he's a goddamn professional. Tai Chi just wants to beat the shit out of him. He doesn't care about these other fucking losers. Yeah, but, tai, but, but Ishii is literally made of stone and he can't win. Doesn't mean he's not gonna try. True, but it failed, and Ishii won the a never point title back again, which hopefully means he's going to be in the G1. Sure. Um, after that was, uh, for the IWGP Tag Team titles, it was the Grills of Destiny against uh, Evil and Sonata, and uh, Sonata has this cool new blonde hair. I'm, I'm into it. I did watch this match. 
Nice. It's fine. Did you notice the Girls of Destinies were wearing the IWGP heavyweight tag championships and then they were carrying another pair of belts they didn't care much about? Yeah, I'm I'm aware. I noticed that as well as I noticed their Destiny masks. The Destiny masks are pretty cool. They've been wearing those for a while. Also, when did they get the belt back from Yano? What do you mean? Oh, I don't remember. Also, how did they get the ROH titles back after Tongaloa threw his into space? Sorry, Tom Tonga threw his into space. Here's the space. It goes around and comes back. Oh, and... It's kind of like one of those cursed items. Like, you keep throwing it away, but it keeps like reappearing in your possession. Like, you can't get rid of it. That, that's what those ROH tag belts are. Owen. Oh, so, I don't have much to say about this match. I feel like it was kind of, you know, what we've seen before out of Evil and Sonata and the Girls of Destiny. It's not that out of the ordinary. It's good, though. But you, but you know what? I really like Tomatonga. He's, he's the bad boy again, though. Yeah, that's cool. I like I like good guy Tomatonga though. He's really funny. Good guy Tomatonga is very funny. Him trying to be good while clearly not being is is very funny. But Tomatonga classic. Can't fuck with it. Again, I will I will love Tomatonga forever after that fucking promo after G One Supercard. Well, because yeah, fuck uh, the people who we're not gonna name. Threw those belts into the stratosphere. Again, they're cursed. They came back. Well, yeah, because, again, Ring of Honor is a lot like other promotions in that it should be dead, but you can't kill it. See also Impact. See also somehow Lucha Underground. Yeah... Those contracts will live forever, John. Well, some of them don't. Some of them will. True. Anyway. Dario Cueto's stuck trapped in there forever. <laughs> what he needs is your credit card. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Venmo so- I- Son of a bitch. But, what yeah. are you talking about? But yeah, um... The girls' destinies retained the belts. Too bad. Yep, they sure did. They couldn't get rid of the other uh, belts, though. Nobody wants to take those. Come on. Well, maybe the Briscoes do, but they're cursed, also. True. Uh, then we had Will Ospreay against the uh, Dragon Leaf for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title because Will Ospreay won the shot by winning the Best of the Super Juniors. I heard th- I didn't watch this match, but I heard it was really stupid. I didn't see this match either. Why? Why is it stupid? I heard Dragon Lee's dropping people on their fucking heads again. Of course he is. He's an idiot. What else is new? Nothing. It's just fuck, man. Did Hiromu uh, show up? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm going to look it up. But yeah, what do you think about Will Ospreay, though? Because he won the belts. 
He's cool. I didn't watch this match, though. Yeah, but did you see the, the other match he had? No, not yet. Oh. I'm not seeing anything about uh, Hiromu. You know, like I said, I don't think he was there. That sucks, because he, he kept promoting that he was going to be at the other thing. Oh no, his tweet where he debuted the other cat. I don't see it anymore. Hooray! Fuck. What else happened on this card, Owen? Oh, double check, make sure I'm not crazy. No, it, there's the cat. That, yeah, there's the other cat. But he was. Yeah, there's the tweet where he said he was gonna be at the best of Super Junior Final, and he didn't fucking show up. So mad. So mad. Why, why what else he, happened? Why is he not okay, John? Because <laughs> Dragon Lee. Fuck him. I'm glad he lost the belt. Put Will Ospreay in the G1. Uh, after this was the IWGP Intercontinental title match. Kota Ibushi <laughs> defending against Tetsuya Naito, and I know you watched this match. I hated this match. Why? Because... Remember how upset the fucking last time that we saw them have this match made us? Are you talking about every Kota Ibushi match? Yeah, but uh, specifically the one at G1 Supercard where it was possibly the best match of the night, but also, holy fuck, they just kept dropping each other in their fucking necks. Will you stop? That's what, that's what they do. Yeah, it's what they did. Oh, they did it again. Oh, and did you see the spot that no. that everybody's talking about? No. What happened? Paint me a word. Picture. I shit you not. Kota Ibushi uh-huh. and uh, Tetsu Naito are on the ring apron. Yeah, I can make pictures. Are they facing each other? No. They're facing each other's backs? Uh, Naito is facing Ibushi's back. Okay. And he German suplexes him onto the ring apron. Uh-huh. And by onto the ring apron, I mean straight onto fucking Ibushi's neck. On the corner of the ring. Yeah. Is he dead? He kept wrestling for another fucking 15 minutes after that, and I don't know why. Oh, man. Like, they show a replay of it, and it is, like, I literally screamed in horror, in, like, absolute terror, seeing that, the way that he fucking lands, literally, like, on the side of his neck, it looks like the fucking core, like, the edge of the ring apron is pressing into his fucking, bending his fucking neck. Uh... And the way he kind of, like, turned his head as if he was fucking leaning into it. Oh, I I see a picture of this, and, um... What?! They did not, I, I feel like they had to have planned this spot. Did he not snap his neck hitting that? Somehow he didn't. That doesn't seem possible. I, it's... Oh, here's a gif. Uh... His, his side of his head should be caved in. Yeah. Uh, no thanks. 
And then he kept going and they kept doing fucking reverse Frankensteiners and DDTs and just dropping fucking Ibushi on his goddamn head. I hated this match. Oh, I hate, I, I, I need to get away from this gif. I hate this. This is bad. They actually legit tried to kill each other and they're going to fucking do it one day if they keep fucking fighting. Are they going to fight in the G1? I, I, I please don't. I'm literally, like, there is a part of me that legitimately wants to put this on worst match. I mean, you can. It won't make the list, but you can do it. It probably should, though, because they're legitimately going to kill each other if you don't stop this. Like, this is horrifying. I think they enjoy it, though, is the problem. Like... (laughs) The fact that fucking no one is stepping in and being like, no, you can't fucking do this. Like, this might be the worst example of not protecting your fucking wrestlers I've seen this week. And that's fucking saying something considering the main event of that fucking show we won't talk about. Yeah, I don't even want to think about that. Which might actually be the worst match of the year. Uh, it, it's gonna win that. Don't worry. That's the one. Time yeah, it's that's the one time we're gonna talk about that show. Well, also, you know, worst shows, a category. Well, yeah. We'll we'll get to it at the end of the year. I hated this. At least Coda didn't win after getting annihilated like that because he deserves to not exist anymore. He should be dead. I hated this. Did did Naito win by like m- murder? They just kept doing Destinos. That's as as he does. He can't just do one. He has to do like two or three. Yeah, it was like three. Yeah, that sounds about right. He also did a bunch of again, a bunch of uh, reverse Steiners and more nope. dropping Ibushi on his head. Just so you know, a finisher isn't good until you have to do like two or three times to win. Oh, of course, you know, that's why they call it a finisher. Clearly. But yeah, Naito won the belt back, so you know what that means. What's that, Owen? They're going to fight again, come on. God fucking damn it. You know it. Watch, I do know it, and that's why I'm really upset, okay? That might... Watch them fucking do it in Dallas. That's what I was about to say, watch them do it in Dallas if they're not in the G1. Oh, and they're going to do it in Dallas, and then they'll do it at the G1 again, too. I mean, that's the first night of the G1. They should be doing G1 matches. I don't know. Make them wrestle twice. Fuck it. I just... Fuck it. I hated this. I really did. Like, it was a good match, if I'm being, like, objective and being like, oh, yes, the quality of this match. It was an exciting and well-wrestled match they're legitimately going to kill each other. And the fact that, like, they were allowed to do that spot, someone needs to be fucking fired. It's not going to be one of them. It maybe should be one of them. Like, and it maybe should, you know, not to say that the Naito is not an idiot, but yeah, I was going to say it should be Coda. I feel like Coda has a fucking death wish. You know why he should be fired? Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Yes. Be with his lover. 
Yes, but I legitimately feel like Coda is going to die in the ring sometimes. And that, like, fucking horrifies me. Yep. That's what, that's what did Kota Ibushi. That's what he does. I know, but... Dude, you have a bad neck. What about Kota versus Kenta? I mean, at least Kenta's not just dropping you on your fucking head over and over again. He'll legitimately GTS you, though. Whatever. At least breaking an orbital bone is not dropping you on your fucking neck well, onto the fucking ring apron. Yeah, no, he might he might still drop him on his head because it is Kota's weakness. He's getting dropped on his head. Hey, John. Yeah. Let's not talk about this upsetting thing. Let's talk about Kazuchika Okada defending the IWGP Heavyweight Championship against Chris Jericho. Yeah, he did, all right. So, yeah, these AEW guys showing up trying to take all the belts, huh? Weird. So, how did the challenger for the AEW world title fare? Did he win? No. I, I didn't watch this match. I actually really like this match. Was Jericho sad clown? Yeah, no, he was complete sad clown, uh, cruel dad. He had his cool spiky jacket, uh, with his face airbrushed on the back of it. That's, that's pretty good. I, did you watch the promo, his backstage promo after the match? Nope. It was, he yelled about how, like, maybe he'll show up in the G1, he wants to beat the shit out of Moxley because Moxley still owes him $15,000. Hear me out. Yeah? Jericho should not be in the G1. He shouldn't, but I really appreciate that Jericho is still really mad about about Moxie destroying the, the fucking light-up jacket. I mean, it's, it's true. It was really nice It's good-ass continuity. I appreciate it. Yeah. Really good. Look, I'm not going to say that this match was, like, incredibly exciting or, like, really technical or anything, but, like... I really liked it. I thought it was really well done. How did Jericho do with the Okada's pace? I mean, how he did was it was Jericho's pace. Oh no! No, it was straight up. It was a it was a WWE style match. They oh, they wrestled God. this match at Jericho's pace. Oh, I don't like that. You know what? I did. I'm looking at the time of that match. Jesus, twenty five, twenty six minutes. Yep. And, like, Jericho didn't do a lot of, like, fucking crazy things, certainly. Mm -hmm. But, like, and there were a couple spots that, like, didn't look as good as they could have. Like, you know, again, Jericho's kind of old. But, like, I think that the style that Jericho's doing now of just, like, I'm going to be a fucking asshole brawler and, like, just constantly screaming at the crowd and mocking them. And, like, standing, like, and, like, ringing the bell and screaming Okada at people. Mm-hmm. There's the time where he took the camera and was just, like, walking around with the camera, flipping people off. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I think that, you know what, say what you will about maybe maybe that's not what people want to see is, like, a Jericho WWE-style match in the main event of a New Japan show. But me, I enjoyed it. And I thought that Okada 
look good. I thought that it was, they had some very funny comedy moments. I thought they had some really cool, like, actual spots. I think that the part where, like, Okada went flying over the fucking, uh, like flying to the outside over the fucking barricade at Jericho and Jericho hit him with a fucking code breaker. I thought that was pretty cool. Fuck, that, that is pretty cool. I'm not going to say that that code breaker necessarily looked great, but like, or the other code breaker that he hit looked great. Again, I, I think that Jericho didn't necessarily look the best that he's looked, let's say. Like, you know, he definitely looked a little bit sloppy in spots. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I thought that maybe he kind of relied on, like, doing certain things. But, like, he put him he put him in the walls a bunch, let's say. Oh, he needs a little rest. It's fine. And only a few times, and like, not even, and only, like, once did he ever really turn it into the Lion Tamer. But he didn't really hold it even for that long either. Oh. I know. Best though, but I thought they told a good story. I thought I thought it was a really enjoyable match, and I thought that like, look, I thought Okada looked cool, and I thought that the way that they ended it with uh, Okada winning with a was just like a, a flash roll up. I thought that Ooh, was that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, Okada rolled him up. I'm into it. Yeah, it, it. I thought they did a good job of protecting everybody and making everybody look good. And that makes sense because Jericho without without doing title. something like you know Jericho didn't fucking kick out of a rainmaker. No, he shouldn't. No, absolutely he shouldn't, and he didn't. Okada just couldn't hit it because Jericho was too wily. I like it. Yeah, I thought that. Look for the you know. Granted, I have made it very clear in the show that I think that Chris Jericho is one of, if not the best wrestlers ever. Like, I am a fucking Mark for Jericho, and I am predisposed to like his stuff. All that said, I think that Jericho, this character that Jericho is embodied of, like, the old just, I don't give a shit anymore, I will beat the fuck out of you and not give a single shit about anything veteran. Like, I like that. I think he does, he fits that role really well. I think that he did a very good job of playing that as the, the cocksure foreign heel that hates all of you. In this match, I thought that he brought a very interesting and good role to this, and I thought played off Okada really well. And I think that, you know, look, the crowd, I feel like, was super into this fucking match, and like he was getting the right kind of heat, and I thought it was good. I really heartily enjoyed it. Excellent. And also, I thought that uh, the post match beatdown was very fun too, and that uh, he made the whatchamacallit look a lot better, the Judas effect. <sighs> It looks better. Okay. It looks better. Okay. He's figuring it out. Okay. Like I said he would. He's figuring it out. All right. Hey, John? What's that? I'll let Jericho into the G1 on one condition. I don't want Jericho in the G1. But I'll let him in the G1. I just want him to show up and sometimes randomly beat the shit out of Okada or Tanahashi. But I'll let Jericho in the G1 if they'll put Liger in the opposite block so they each have an old guy in each one. Okay. Let's just spice things up. Yeah, point is, Jericho beat the, the living dog shit out of Okada after the match, and then Tanahashi made the save because he was on commentary. Oh, that's good. So yeah, now uh, and then Jericho got on the mic and screamed a bunch and screamed, Happy Championship, bitch! Damn. 
Got, got it's him. pretty funny. Got him? <laughs> yeah, sure. But I'd watch Tanahashi Jericho. That'd be cool. Yeah, and then Tanahashi and the Young Lions helped Okada the back, and the crowd booed. And then the show ended. Hey, fuck Jericho. He's a good heel. Yeah, Happy. I thought this was a really good match. Happy championship, bitch. Indeed. That's the, that's the name of the episode. Yes. So, Dominion overall, what'd you think? I mean, of those five matches I watched, I really liked them. I mean, aside from that one, oh. which I would have really liked that match, too, if it wasn't like watching a fucking snuff film. True. Hey, John. What's that? We have one last thing to talk about. It's a fun thing. Eh. It's fun. Eh. John, it's the Firefly Funhouse. What, you didn't like this week's episode? I did, but look, you just tell the people about it, and then I'll I will give my criticisms of it. Yeah, um, so Ramblin' Rabbit giving some shit to uh, Mercy the Buzzard. and He doesn't want to be eaten. Why not? I don't understand. Why, what's wrong? I mean, far be for me to kink shame, but nobody wants to hear about your vore fetish, Owen. Well, too bad, because Ramblin' Rabbit, turns out, his insides are pretty delicious. As we found out, because Bray Wyatt solved the situation by throwing Ramblin' Rabbit on the ground and hitting him with a mallet. And hitting him is not really the word I would use. Uh, crushing him? splattering his brains all over the floor. Yeah, his guts and his brains are on the floor, and it makes a delicious jam. That That's pretty much what happened. Owen. Yeah? This is really funny, and I liked it. John, At- the label on the jam said Bohemian Breakfast. I know. It was really good. Also, the fiend mask was on there, and also Bray Wyatt threatened to bring the fiend out, which was a I know. Thing. And here's what I'm gonna say once again: they paced this shit all wrong. Like, if they hadn't revealed the fiend, then we would be like, "What's the fiend? What's going on here?" But they revealed the fiend too early, so now there's no mystery about it. Now we're just fucking stringing along and just being like. But when are we going to see The Fiend again? When is the, the shit going to get really weird again? I don't know. I, I I like these segments a lot, but I don't want them to end. I like these segments a lot, too, but again, I think that they blew their load too early That's by revealing true. The Fiend too early. Like, they didn't pace it out right, so they could have, if they wanted to actually build, they could have kept this going and, like, really dragged this along, but, like, again... They felt it felt like okay, you revealed the fiend. Now you got to bring out Bray, and we got to like actually start going with this. And then they kind of pulled back again, like they always do. Yeah, and it's to its detriment. Not because I think the segments are bad, but because like it doesn't feel like it's building to anything anymore. It just feels like shit's just kind of happening because they don't have anything else, and there's just there's no real direction here. They're just spinning their wheels and just like I don't know. You can make weird shit, Bray. Is that a bad thing? I 
Yes and no. No, because I like the weird shit that Bray's getting to make. Yes, because this is supposed to be a storytelling method and I want you to tell a story and, and do cool things. I don't just want to watch Bray Wyatt get three minutes of off-brand Adult Swim programming every week. I, I don't know. It protects him from the booking, so I'm kind of into it. They can't book him again, though, if in the funhouse. Yeah, but if you're just going to do that, then, like, do the thing that you should have done with all the other things. Do, like, do the thing you should have done with both Fashion Files and, and the Hardy shit. Give it its own spinoff show. Yeah, they, they did that. They put the, the Fashion Files on the website, and then no one watched it because it's on the website. I meant the actual spinoff show that they made a pilot of for the network. Oh, the Hardy thing? There's a Fashion Files one, too. I, I did not know that, really. Yeah, it's not bad. It's kind of a... It's kind of an Unsolved Mysteries thing. I I like that. I'm into it. Where they... Yeah, it's like the whole thing is they, they try to solve the mystery of uh, some random raw food fight segment where it ends with Kevin Owens getting pied in the face by a mysterious person who threw the pie. I like it. That's cool. Yeah, it was an interesting idea. I don't think the execution was great, but I, I would have... It was certainly it was certainly not... Certainly better than a lot of the shit that they do. True. True. Yeah, you should go watch that. It's it's called... It, it's also on YouTube. I'll, I'll look it up tomorrow. That sounds interesting. But yeah, I'm still down with the the fun house. As am I, but I, I want it. It needs to start feeling like it's going somewhere again. I don't know. They because killed it off a character, so I think we're moving some in the, at a good pace. But they also killed off that character before. That's true. But we didn't see it. Didn't see the murder. No, we just saw a decapitated, eviscerated rambling rabbit. That's true. Oh, shit, you're right. I, I don't know then, John. Maybe rambling rabbit's immortal. It wouldn't surprise me if he's immortal. I mean, remember, he got he got fucking eviscerated by Mercy the Buzzard and then comes back next week with just a Band-Aid on his head. And Mercy the Buzzard tried to do it again. Yeah, I'm aware, because Mercy's a dick. I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what they're leading to, and I'm kind of excited about it. But then, once the wrestling happens, it's going to be disappointing because WWE booking. Yeah. Again, like I said, I taken on their own. They're still incredibly fun and incredibly funny, and I enjoy them. Uh, it, but it, it needs to start feeling like it's building to something again because it doesn't. It just feels like Bray spinning his wheels. Okay. Well, we'll see. And I don't want that, because I want Bray to be cool and exciting and make things that I legitimately want to watch. We'll see what they do next week. Maybe the puppet will come back. And I, I mean Vince, not not the rabbit. Don't worry. Next week will just undoubtedly be more dumb shit. I'm into it. John? Yes? Being dumb shit, I think our dumb shit has come to a close. Good. This has been Heel Turn, a production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. It's a website, go to the website. Do you know we have a Patreon? Patreon.Cool? 
That's right. That's the URL that we own, and it goes to our Patreon for as low as a dollar a month, which is about 25 cents an episode. You get the show notes for this and all episodes of Heel Turn, and then we have cool stuff at the higher tiers if you want to help us out. So check them out. Uh, the special thing is that last week we put out a podcast with Oscar and Trace covering uh, Double or Nothing between uh, Trace watching it at home and Oscar being at the show. So that's really interesting, and that's up for all patrons. Because the, the special you know Patreon exclusive one at the higher tier will be me and Trace prepping for the G1. G1's coming, baby. Uh, John, do we have social media? We have a Facebook. The search for progressing.cool. Anything else? We have a Twitter. At PWTOTC or at the heel turn? That's it. Where can we find you? Find me on Twitter at IamJohnGM or on Instagram at IamJohnGM. What about Twitch? Uh, twitch.tv slash video underscore shames. Nice. Would you going to be Owen. streaming anything soon? I don't know. Maybe. What? what but guess what, Owen? Did, did you change your thing? I did it on PSN. Is it video shames or video underscore shames? It is video shames. Congratulations. You did it. I didn't do it on, on the Xbox yet because I didn't have my credit card input. It, John, it's free right now. The one change because they changed the way they do gamer tags. It's free. Not when I tried to do it on the website. I don't think you went to the right URL. I will send you the correct one later. Okay. They have a special one for the new change. Okay. Uh, Your change. You can find me on Twitter at the, the underscore ozone. That's pretty much all I got. So, John, that's it. Um, hope everyone's having a good time at E3 if you're there. I hope everyone's ready for the G1 because that's coming up way too soon. Nope. Rider Fest is coming up in a couple weeks. That'll be good. Yeah. But next week, we will be doing our predictions for WWE Step on the Ground. Here's my prediction for WWE No Step on Snack. I won't watch it. We're going to step on the snack, John. That's the spoiler. So uh, we'll be back next week. And until then, y'all Venmo me a you here. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.